Four Finger Discount is proudly brought to you by the Simpsons Trivia Nights. To find out when they're going to be doing a show near you, go to facebook.com slash the Simpsons best moments. I said you're going to watch this tape and you're going to do what I say or I'm going to do something to you. And I don't know what that is because everybody has always done what I say. Four Finger Discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, Australia's only Simpsons-based podcast. I'm Mitch, taking over hosting duties today in the loo of a very sick dando. How are you, buddy? Uh, today we're going to be reviewing. <laughs> How are you doing? Come on, say say oh, hi. Oh man, I'm not good at all. I've dragged you out of bed for this, but as you know, the people want the show. They so do. I, ha- I have to, s- to stick through it and just do it. We put up a post it was to up say to that me. I'll gonna... be doing this till next week. Yeah, <laughs> we put up a post to say that it was going to be just a couple of days late, and this is because last week I think just because of time we were a day late. And people were like, where's our podcast? Where's our podcast? Where's our podcast? Uh, yeah. Here's your damn podcast. I, I was at work today. For some reason, I couldn't get out of my head. Where's my elephant? Yeah. <laughs> where's my elephant? Um, so, yeah, anyway, so we threw one out saying we're going to be a couple of days late. And, and there was just like an outpouring of like, well, A, get better. Three comments. <laughs> outpouring. But, yeah. I, if I'm sick... In real life, I don't have three people tell me to get better in the day. Yeah, like if I, if I said, I'm, if I just put a status saying I'm sick, no one, no, no shit's given yeah, for anybody. Yeah, exactly. My wife wouldn't even like that status. Yeah. I feel like Facebook needs an unlike though, because I feel bad when someone says I don't feel well, but yet they still post and then they like that status. Yeah, that's true. You need like a sympathy like. Yeah, sympathy a, one. A, a, um, a, a tissue. Commiserations button. Yeah. 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 So, we're here today. Well, did you want to cover off the people that have said hello to you? Okay, let's do that. Yeah, okay. If you guys didn't comment on the status and say, like, get well, Dando, yep. I wouldn't have bothered doing it. I still boggles my mind that people actually give a shit and actually want to listen to this yeah. show. I'd like, be at home right now ha- hugging my wife who has called me twice. Oh, really? <laughs> Call her live on the show. Uh, no, that's probably not going to be Call her Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, Pedro, was calling me. Oh, she uh, was calling to see if I was okay for dinner. That's sweet of her. Uh, we have a message here. From, so basically, Mitch put the picture up of Lisa after from You Only Moved Getting twice, a little bit too it? close to a northern reticulated chipmunk. Yeah. Michael Yona, your friend, gives no shits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he like as, as he does. Um, Sam Lyons has said he's a, he's from Australia, by the way. Yeah, we'll yeah, have that yeah, debate yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Chicago, um, Sam Lyons. Yes. Chicago's own. My nose is so stuffed up, I can't even taste my delicious boiled celery. Okay, so yep. from the picture. Well done. You said get well soon, Dando. Thanks, man. Yep. Uh, Manic Lalanthi, a name I love. Not Dando. Take care, buddy. I love that. <laughs> Tatey even posted a picture up, which I certainly do appreciate. Yeah, she this got is the, really cool. From the, not, from the Not Lenny thing. I, I yeah. love that whole part where he's like, Lenny's sick or something. Lenny's yeah. dying. Oh, not Lenny. Like, not Lenny. And they're yeah. like knitting all these things, but she's put Get Well Dando on there. So thanks, Tatey. Really do appreciate it. Mm. I can barely talk at the moment. Yeah, okay. That'll, that'll do you for now. Or is there anyone else? There's, there's two more. Okay. Two more. You said Alison, there was only three. I lied. Yeah, okay. There's <laughs> I, more love than you realize. Yes, I know. Uh, Alison <clears throat> Symington says, I know that feel. Get well soon. Thanks, mm-hmm. Alison. And Edmunds Pies Says he needs this podcast in his life. Yeah. Please heal fast, Brendan. Like I need a nice little short crust. I need <laughs> every now and then. Yeah. In my mouth. So thanks, guys. Really do appreciate it. Yeah. So, do we um, ever find out what he actually does? 
He does make Edmonds play. <laughs> he does. He certainly he, he did make... tell us. I can't quite remember. Yeah. Sorry, Edmonds. But no, um, that's all right. It's uh, your true calling, though, we, mate. We, we need to get four finger discount shirts that say Edmonds pies. Yeah. yeah oh, this is something that I want four to cover off. Actually, brought to you by Edmonds pies. This is our final uh, review of season one. Yes, this is it. Season one's done and dusted. Who would have thought we actually yeah. would have kept going for, for thirteen season, episodes? For season two, I think we we're going to need, or at the very least, as we move forward, and I don't want to make promises that I can't keep, but we're going to need to put together some merch, some t-shirts, or some mugs, or something. Well, so, we actually have some sort of sponsorship deal happening. Soon. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I won't say who, yeah, in case right. they pull the pin. Yeah, don't do but that. Yeah, sure, nothing for free. But I'm pretty sure <laughs> they're going to be offering us a free four-finger discount shirt to give away each month. Yeah, to nice. Listener. Yeah, that's going to be some fun. We need to design some cool shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so what are we here? We're reviewing well, Some Enchanted Evening. Some Enchanted Evening, which was the final episode to go to air, despite being the first episode produced. Apparently, there's production just errors everywhere. Like, yeah. Really hard to make for some reason. Yeah, I, don't know, it, I don't know exactly what the production mistakes were or what the troubles were. Do you well, know what they were? Well, there's. Oh, as far as why it was held back. So, yeah, like, no, yeah. no, no. I just know production I issues. Got, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, well, yeah, I guess just issues, timing. Like, it when you're looking through, there's a lot of serious continuity issues. I mean, A, from one episode to another where. Barney had brown hair, like, and now he's back to blonde hair well, as he was in the one, early episodes. That just sums up season one to a T, though. It does. But even from scene to scene in this, there's some moments there where um, it, some of it looks kind of more polished, and it, particularly when Homer goes in to buy some flowers and it looks like it's straight from the set of Tracy Ullman show. Like, yeah. it's, it, it, it's like, yeah, it was animated by different people in some point. At the very least, that's how it comes across. It was it was all over the shop with the way it was it was drawn at the very least, which I guess... It was the first one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and But that would suggest that, you know, maybe they had one studio do some parts and then another do other parts. Maybe, yeah, who knows what was going on. It, um, I saw have you been one, well so enough to look up the air date? The air date, I was going to do it as you speak, but okay. um, there was a, a, a thing online that I was reading where it says that this... Um, this episode's been voted as one of the best episodes of season one. Yeah. Consider it one of the worst. It's it's original air date, by the way. It was yep. May 13th, 1990. Uh, and I'm about there. to tell you what the chalkboard gag was. The chalkboard gag was, I will not yell fire in a crowded classroom. Yep. Good advice. Yes, it is. And a catch gag repeated the catch gag from The Call of the Simpsons. Mm, would that ever work, yelling fire in a crowded room? Do you think that would legitimately get people to scream and run? I think people would first say, where? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where's the fire? I don't know. Oh, oh, okay, that's the fire. Let's get the fuck out of the room then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, you know, it's early 1990s cheap humor chalk game. Yeah, I know. But, but it's it's not this episode. As as we're watching it, I turned to you. I said, "This just feels like an extended Tracy Ullman short." Yeah, it doesn't feel like a half hour show. It's it's particularly the scene. We're jumping to. Uh, mm. I'm jumping forward here, but yeah. the scene where they hit it with the baseball bat, they suck her in with yeah, sucking the pacifier. Yeah, the, that yeah, to me like vibe that seems it. like the way a Tracy Ullman short would end. Yeah, you know what this felt like, and I mean, look, if it's the first one they did, then it's probably fair enough that that's how it felt. Firstly, there was no character establishment whatsoever, so this never would have worked as a first episode um, to yeah. a season. Apparently, this episode was meant to be about establishing the characters. Well, they did a very bad job of that. Yeah, it was non-existent, but. It's the equivalent of the Entourage movie, like where the Entourage movie, if you saw it, just felt like an extended episode of Entourage. And most TV shows that goes to movies do that. Dare I say the Simpsons movie? Well, yeah, exactly. But this is, um, as you said, it's it's like it's gone from short to episode, but it hasn't yet changed structure. Yeah. Yeah. And not, not a great deal happens. So the, the, the basic synopsis is that... Marge, Marge is feeling not, unloved. Marge is feeling unloved and... Not just from Homer this time... 
I well, mean, but it, I feel like well, Homer like, cops the wrath, but it's the whole family that yeah, shows her no respect. Yeah, made her feel unloved. Yeah, yeah. and but because she calls up Doctor Marv Munro on the talkback radio, he yeah. says it's all Homer's fault. So she gets angry. Yeah, Homer makes up to her by booking a night out. Yep, at the, <laughs> at, at the sleazy, sleazy motel. Just an what, absolute. What's, what's it called? The motel. I can't quite remember. Uh, I think off it was the called ramp. the off ramp. Off ramp or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Next um, to the off ramp. So they need to organise an overnight babysitter. Rubber baby buggy bumper babysitting service. Hello, this is Mr. Samson. Did your wife just call a second ago? No, I said Samson, not Simpson. Thank God. Those Simpsons, what a bunch of savages. Especially that big ape father. No! Which yeah. I didn't know babysitters weren't overnight. I've never... I would... It's I've never needed a babysitter before. Because to me, if I was ever going to have a babysitter... And it was going to be overnight. I wouldn't. I would never hire somebody. I would find my mother or my yeah. nan or someone. I yeah. would never leave my kids overnight with a stranger. Who they knows to... what they'd tell the stranger? And yes. the stranger goes to the authorities, and yeah. then suddenly you don't have your family anymore. Yeah. It's nine thirty. This is when Daddy tucks us in. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and the babysitter turns out to be the babysitter bandit, one yeah. of America's most wanted. Yeah. Cool and... name as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Miss uh, Bots. Bots. But I just I, babysitter bandit is just a cool name. Babysitter I like it. Bandit. I like it when What's the, the media, the, cu- the cue ball killer, or something. As yeah, well. the media love alliter- alliteration <laughs> when it comes to serial killers. Or like a while ago, we had Jihad Jack in Australia. Yes, like it's it just, did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, yes, and turned it to be babysitter bandit. Eventually, Button and Lisa foil her. Yep. as they always seem to do, and they tie her up. They get America's most wanted to come to the house. Marge and Homer call up home, no answer. Yep. it's because they've tied the babysitter up and they've gone to get America's most wanted. Yep. Homer sets the babysitter free, thinking it's a little ruse that. Bart and Lisa are put together, not realizing that he's just released one of America's most wanted criminals. Yep. End episode. In front of a news van. Yes. And this episode yeah. ends exactly the same way, as I said, as called The Simpsons. Yeah, it does. It's funny that it has the um the same catch gag as called The Simpsons. Yeah, and virtually the exact same ending where Homer's <laughs> watching himself be an idiot on television and Marge tries to kind of sympathize with oh, him. Oh, the guys at work will have a field day with this kind yeah. of attitude. And then yeah. she's like, Oh, don't worry, I still love you. And she flicks off the light and that's yeah. the end of the episode. She it's does exactly it, the same. She does have a great line in this one though of Oh, Homer, don't say that. The way I see it, if you raise three children who can knock out and hogtie a perfect stranger, you must be doing something, right? Can I just say Marge is smoking this episode? We see a side of Marge in this episode that we don't normally see. Yeah, I mean, she still looks like Marge, which is an issue for me, but she certainly (laughs) portrays herself a little bit more alive. Yeah, yeah, Uh, she's just, she's ready. Yeah, yeah, she's she's ready. (laughs) Good lord! Uh, yeah, which you don't expect a mother of three to be. No, no, no. Yeah, honestly, there's not so much. I haven't really got that much I can say about this episode. There wasn't. Well, that- it's tough because of the fact that, as you said, it, it just feels like a longer short. So there's no great theme that runs through it. There's, there's, there's no, there's no sub like the Marge and Homer away on their night out. That's not a sub story. It's sort of no, part really. of the it's main just, story. Yeah, yeah. But no, nothing happens. Like the the kids. There's a few good lines from Bart, and um, we get to see for the first time Homer Shim Homer Shimshins. Shimshin. Homer Simpson's five o'clock shadow, where he shaves, oh, and it's just pop. instantly. Bop. Is that the first time we see it? I feel like we've seen it before. Oh, then. Uh, I might Maybe I could probably wrong. Yeah. I love Bart's line when he's trying to knock out the bandit by dropping a, ba- a, a bowling ball on her head. Seeing as no one was hurt, I think it would be really silly to dwell on this. It was also the first um, opening scene, Arnie Pie in the Sky. Yeah. It's really... a mess out there. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a mess out there. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you ever, see, I never drive to work. Like at, at that hour of the morning, where yeah. well, I'm never driving to Melbourne, so I don't even listen yeah, to the traffic yeah. reports. Yep. But have you ever? Do we have that in Australia? You know, we do have it, but they're not actually out in helicopters, obviously anymore. I'm sure there was a time when they, they were, but no, I think they pretty much just go off traffic feeds and that sort of thing. Like in this day and age, you can 
Google it. Um, I have heard though, and like, and I knew for a fa- I knew someone that worked for this radio station, so I knew for a fact that their traffic report guy was sitting in the office next door to the announcers. But they would put like this faint chopper sound effect in the background to oh, dodge really? it up and make it sound like he was actually out there flying around. Why would they bother doing that? I don't know. Like, there's no need for it at all. It's not like people aren't going to go. Why well, he's not actually above us? I don't believe a word that he's saying. Like, ah, oh, yeah. Maybe it's just part of like the um. The standard that you have to have the helicopter sound. Yeah. It's, it's because people have... Well, there's about six or seven people out there that have ever watched Air America. With, um, <laughs> with uh, If you haven't seen Air America, it's an average movie, but it does have a great scene at the start where Robert Downey Jr. is a traffic guy. And I think there's someone in a big... Tr- there's an ambulance trying to get through a traffic jam and there's a truck sitting in the right-hand lane not getting out. So, he flies down in front of the truck and starts abusing the guy live <laughs> on radio because that's a thing that happens. Yes. <laughs> getting back to what you were saying earlier about this episode... It's very crude in the sense of the drawing. Like the, yeah. Like visually, it's not great to look it's at. It's a little wonky. Yeah it, yeah. it feels like one of the first episodes. Yeah. yeah the I, the really... lips are out of sync a lot. Yeah. Maybe that was just my copy of it. I don't know. No, no, no. It's not at all. It's it, That's just... I mean, if you go back to Bart the Genius, they were out of sync as well. So, yeah. it's, it's just that time of the animation. It just feels so jarring because it's come at the end of some really, really polished episodes. In particular, the last one we spoke about... Um, Crusty gets busted. Thank you. Uh, Following Crusty gets busted with this is not a good idea. Yeah, like, like it's, if they it's deliberately weird. chose to do that, I have no idea why. It would have been. It, it just feels so much like an episode that just should have been buried somewhere in the middle of a season, and you could have forgiven it if it was. If this was the fourth or fifth episode, you you probably would have even enjoyed it more. This sort of but, feels like it, it would have blended in well around about the time of "There's No Disgrace Like Home." Yeah, yeah, it would have been exactly right for that moment and I would have been more forgiving. Whereas now, because it's come at the end of, of what has been some really lofty heights, for me anyway, uh, I, I, it's just... I wasn't looking forward to reviewing this one, to be perfectly honest, because I kind of did... I remembered it as just being a, a kind of poxy little episode that just... I could take it or leave it. Like, you, you wouldn't be missing anything if you didn't go back and watch this one again. I don't feel like this is going to be a really long review, but I feel like we're going to make up for it. Yes. Because we have okay. something planned, don't we? We do. We do. So, be- we're celebrating the fact that it is the end of season one. Yes. Um, and it has been a great season. Yeah. And we're celebrating the fact that I've brought beer over. Yes. Um, and I brought pizza. Exactly. Despite the fact that your voice is feeling like shit, I'm going to strain oh. you by I'm trying my you for a second to cough. It's, you know that feeling when you have to cough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to cough. Okay. <laughs> okay, what are you going to say? You've already got it out of the way with your introduction. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, we're going to stick around. We're going to do our favourite season one moments and we'll just get a little wrap up episode. Just a season, season one, one review, yeah. generally. It's, we're calling it um, Four Finger Discount After Hours or Four Fingers Up Late, if you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're going to be talking about season one and probably just shoot the shit a little bit as well. So if you're listening to this one, the next episode that's coming, what well, we'll put that up in. We'll record it straight away. Um, we'll get it up in a day or two. We'll give people some time. Give you some time Maybe in a day it. or two. You'll yeah. be a surprise. Yeah, okay. It'll be within the next 14 days. It will be dropping at some point. <laughs> in the um, next 12 minutes. In the next 14 days, yeah. Well, let's do it in two weeks' time when it's no longer relevant. That'll yeah, yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all the jokes to you but being three sick don't make season sense two. anymore. Season one review! Yeah. So, but, yeah, so this episode... Eh, it's... Not, it's Take it or leave it, like you said. Yeah, you don't. It's hard to even find some some fu- really funny lines in this. Like, there's two or three. I, I do. I do like that. You forgot your lunches. It's okay. We've got money. Uh oh, school bus. Hey, cool your jets, man. We're coming. We forgot the special lunches I made. That's okay, mom. We got money. Taking like, money out of their it purse. It reminds me of, of my wife and I, Nicola. I'll yeah. be in the morning, and Nicola will say, 
don't forget that there's lunch in the fridge or something. And then I'll say, what? She goes, don't forget there's lunch in the fridge. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, too late. I haven't got time to go back to the fridge. I've got money. It's all right. Yeah. I'll buy a Subway. So that's because KFC are doing dollar chips right now <laughs> and you've already started thinking ahead. Yes. And like, uh, quite often I'll say to Nick, like, she'll say, make your lunch before you go to work or before you go to bed so you don't have to make it in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, it's all right. I'll get up a bit earlier. Yeah. Oh, so that quarter seven happens. comes around. Snooze. Yeah. <laughs> seven o'clock. Double snooze. Yeah. <laughs> quarter past seven. Brain, don't you start working 15 minutes? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Better get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got no time left. I have to buy Subway. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like season one, there are so many episodes that dwell, not dwell, but are about Homer and Marge not being in a happy marriage. Yeah. Or the family not being... I mean, they still love each other, but it's, it's more about the fact that, yeah, that they, there's some sort of dilemma. It's always about Homer more than... Homer's the one driving the fact that, yeah, that he's not... You know, he wants to be there for them, but he's just not a perfect person. That does get pushed on a lot. Yeah. I, I do feel kind of sorry for Homer in this episode. Oh, I know, yeah. I know he's a dick, but he... I feel sorry for the character of Homer. He, I feel sorry for anyone who's at work and has everyone listening to their wife oh say... Oh, man, Pedro. Like, imagine going home after that. Imagine after work the rest of the day. Yeah, how do you go through with that? Like, if, you, if you've if you ever done the wrong thing in a relationship and you get, like, a text message at maybe 11 in the morning that says, we need to talk when you get home, <laughs> those next six hours are awful. Yeah. Like... Imagine being on radio, syndicated <laughs> radio, no less. <laughs> who, who listens? But like, oh, I guess so. It's Springfield. But anyway, I was just saying, who listens to that radio at work? At work, yeah, yeah. You're listening <laughs> Let's to listen the to talkback radio, the equivalent of Doctor Phil in <laughs> in a nuclear power plant. Should, would they even have a radio on a nuclear power plant? Well, oh, in the cafeteria, I guess, wasn't it? No, Homer was working. Was he? he? He was like moving little green isotope things. I thought I was eating donuts. <laughs> It must be really close together. It must be the world's smallest <laughs> nuclear I'm, power I'm plant. probably wrong. But it's funny how Dr. This is a bit of a tease for what you're going to do very, very shortly. Yeah, yeah. It's something I pitched a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Or you last said, episode. Last actually. episode you sent me a challenge. Was Dr. Marvin, Marvin Monroe being a radio doctor? Yeah. yeah. And who else is also a radio doctor? Uh, that'd be Dr. Fraser Crane. Yeah. From uh, Fraser. So, um, if, if you do a Bob impersonation, that's just Fraser Crane. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's just a one go to voice. So, Dando, you sent me a challenge to. Um, to try and be Sideshow Bob singing Taylor Swift. Yes. Now, um, I wanted to shake it off. Yeah, you did want to shake it off, uh, but I don't like it. And it was more to the point that... You don't like shake it off? Well, all I know is shake it off. Like, it's only that one thing that I can think of. She goes on too many dates. That's what people say. I assume these are the lyrics. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's all I know. I would know more. I just can't think of it in my head. So, what I did... Uh, we were originally going to be recording this a couple of days ago, yeah. um, so I had my afternoon booked, and you you, you called in sick with obvious childhood forgeries. <laughs> um, so I went I got well too close to those squirrels. I've got to put the afternoon to good use because I figure Kelsey Grammer um, obviously played Sideshow Bob. It's easier for me to do a Kelsey Grammer um, singing impression because he does sing the end credits for Frasier. Um, he does. He does the uh, toss salads and scrambled eggs. Yeah. One of the greatest lounge jazz pieces of all time. He, do, he does it on um, is it Letterman where he sang it live. Uh, oh, did he do it on Letterman? I, there's a clip on YouTube of him just doing it on stage. I, was, I thought it was Letterman. Yeah, oh, no, okay, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a random thing yep, that he's yep, doing. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, so if, if you're not familiar, that song goes a little bit like this. Hey baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Mercy. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. 
I wanted to set a Taylor Swift uh, song to that, basically. I thought that was going to be the easiest thing for me to get my ear into. So I started um, trolling through Taylor Swift lyrics and uh, my computer at work is now blocked for the amount of times that... Really? Uh, yeah, well... Blocked from what? Well, there are a lot of... There's a lot of malware in the lyrics websites, it turns out. <laughs> so, um, really? So you got in trouble? Uh, slap on the wrist. <laughs> really? Do what I want. That's hilarious. Um, just wrote it off as being in a work break and everything was okay. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm uh, setting to this, or the song of my choice was uh, a little known track uh, by Taylor Swift called Cold As You. Now, I've got a little bit of um, the sound bite of that, just so if you're not familiar with the song, you can get an idea of how that one sounds. Yeah, yeah. Two very, very different poles. Two very different worlds. Now, I did cheat a little bit on my impression with this one. Now, firstly, I don't know if it sounds all that much like Kelsey Grammer, much less Sideshow Bob, but I am confident that it sounds different enough from my own voice that I can put it forward. Um, I, I spent about an hour and a half going through this. I was I, I, like, I, I was going line by line until I felt like it was kind of I right. Tell, I can tell you just been sitting there, just been like, just dwelling on it. Yeah, I really wanted this to work. If I had the <laughs> afternoon, I wanted it to sound good. So... Challenge accepted, and we'll play this now and see if it's challenge met. You never did give a damn thing, honey, but I cried, cried for you. And I know you wouldn't have told nobody if I died, died for you. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, what a shame, what a rainy ending given to a perfect day. I'm cold as you. Taylor Swift all over my face. What is a boy to do? Frazier has left the building. I'm I'm impressed. Thank you. Thank you. I I, I didn't expect it to be that good. Yeah, and I the, I had to have the little nod to Fra- Frazier has <laughs> left the building. Oh, the I appreciate yeah. that's the part I appreciate the most. Yeah, yeah. But I know, well done, man. Thank you very much. I thought I'd set you a challenge that was ridiculous and would never be able to be done. Well, it was ridiculous, and I still aren't, I'm not convinced if it was done. But what do you guys reckon? Um, shoot us a message and let me know what you think. Yes, and also, I think we've plugged it yet. Like the page, Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash four yep. discount. We're on about, what, 660 likes now, I think? Something like that, yeah. I want to hit 1,000. I'll feel like a legend if, when we get to 1,000. I feel like yeah. a rock star. Okay. What do you want? A million. I want to start making money. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, it's just an arbitrary number, really. Um, Now, we do have one bonus impression that uh, it's a request that's been sent through from Manic Lilanthi, one of our favorites. When you said you had an impression, this is the one I thought you were going to be doing. Yeah, Yeah. no, 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 two impressions. So one pre-record, but I I feel like a pre-record is cheating. So um, she'd originally asked for me to do Eddie Murphy doing a Jewish guy from the beginning of coming to America. That's a lot of levels yeah. going on to be able to try and get into that. Um, and what, I, what I've what i counted with and she's accepted is if I try to recreate some of the barbershop scene where they're talking about boxing, okay? Um, if you haven't seen Coming to America, um, probably not one of Eddie Murphy's best movies, but, you know, it's funny it's enough. Yeah. It's, what, mid-80s? Yeah, yeah. So they keep flashing back to what... It's one of the first ones where Eddie's played multiple characters, I think. Like, you know, he, he's the old guy, the barber, he, he's a prince, he, he's all sorts of different people. So he, here's a little bit of that... Um, 
Eddie is like one of the few black people voices that I feel like I can do a little bit. Um, I don't know that this is necessarily going to be, because this isn't Eddie Murphy being Eddie Murphy. This is Eddie Murphy being several different people. So with that aside, I apologize for how terrible that this is probably going to sound. Uh, it's the first time I've ever tried this impression while I can actually hear myself. Okay. So we'll, uh, this is the black guys talking about boxing. Um, Joel Lewis is the greatest boxer that ever lived. He was better than Sugar Ray. He was better than Cassius Clay. He was better than that. Who, 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 who's that new boy they got there? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. He was better than him too. What about Rocky Marciano? Oh, oh, there they go. There they go. Every time I start talking about boxing, a white man got to pull Rocky Marciano out their ass. That's their one. That's their one. Rocky Marciano. Rocky Marciano. Let me tell you something. Compared to uh, uh, Rocky Marciano was good, but compared to Joel Lewis, Rocky Marciano ain't shit. <laughs> He beat Joe Lewis's ass. Well, that's right. He did whoop Joe Lewis's ass. <laughs> Joe Lewis was 75 years old when they fought. Well, I don't know how old he was, but he got his ass whooped. Joe Lewis had come out of retirement to fight Rocky Marciano. The man was 76 years old. <laughs> and seen. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't take a breath through any of that. <laughs> I'm like, Mitch is going to pass out in a second. <laughs> I've got a little bit lightheaded. Now, I've got a trivia for this question. Okay, for cool. This, for yep. this episode. Do you have any trivia? I do. Depending on what your question is, because normally I, I bring two just in case. Okay, well I just I just found it then as okay. I, as you were speaking. I was oh, perusing the okay. Wikipedia page. So if you yep. read the Wikipedia page, you should uh, be right. I glanced. Which sentence did the Fox censors want replaced? Oh, because they found it too sexual. Too sexual. Um, would it have been Homer in the hotel room with "My work here is done"? There's no answer at home. So? So I'm worried. I think we should go home. <sighs> All right, I suppose my work here is done. <laughs> no, 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 that okay. that was a good, good choice. Yeah, it's the blue thing with the things. Maybe I'll go slip into something a little more comfortable. Oh, your blue thing with the things? You'll see. The blue thing with the things—they found too sexual. Apparently so, but my work here is done is far more sexual. Yeah, I, I agree. I know. Um, you know, the other thing that I really liked about that particular scene, when, uh, I pointed this out to you, when um, Homer is bringing Marge through the door of the hotel, um, there's a sign on there saying, check out by 4am. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's so clearly just a, let's go here. <laughs> I have to quickly tell a story. Um, I've already mentioned uh, my mate Nacho uh, on a previous episode. A few years ago, he may or may not have absolutely destroyed my reputation at work with a little off the offhand sentence that couldn't have been more poorly chosen we um uh we were going to a midnight imax screaming of um uh, uh, uh christopher nolan inception um so yeah I, imax 12 o'clock um by the time it was done i think it was about three in the morning so we had to, and we both had to work the next day in the city and we live about an hour away from melbourne so we were like well fuck it we're not going to go at three, get home at four, and then we have to be up again at six and then try to get back into work. So let's just book a hotel. Um, so there's a hotel chain in Melbourne called Formula One. It's just the Formula One hotels. It's about a, a 90 to 100 bucks. But it was right around the corner from work. So we're able to go there, get three or four hours sleep, and then go in and, and actually have some form of function throughout the Where day. Where did you work at this point? I was working in the CBD, at, um, just oh. a call center company oh, okay. in, in Melbourne. Um so anyway, we rock in, and obviously I was tired. I was I was maybe three or four coffees in by ten o'clock, and Nacho happened to be wandering past, and and um, Chris, my boss, was like, "So why are you so tired? What did you do last night?" And I explained, "Oh yeah, we we went to the movies and and uh, stayed. We, you know, we just stayed in the city." And um, he's like, "You spent." Like, how much money did that cost you to get a hotel room? To which Nacho replied, Oh, no, no, it wasn't anything fancy. It was just one of those cheap places that pe- people go to fuck. 
<laughs> thank you. Thank you for that, Nacho. <laughs> that was the next two years of my life. Did you wear the blue thing with the thing? <laughs> or was that Nacho? His work was done. I love, too, the little tidbit afterwards that, that Jim Brooks had apparently obtained like a, a provision in the contract saying that Fox couldn't interfere. So oh, it's like, cool. it says here, so the producers simply ignored the censors. <laughs> Um, that's pretty cool. I, all right, I've got a bit of trivia for you yeah, as well. Take it away. So the Babysitter Bandit in this episode was a guest voice of Penny Marshall, who uh, starred on the Laverne and Shirley show for a very long time. Which other Simpsons cast member had a few episodes on the Laverne and Shirley show? Julie Kavner. No. Ooh, let me guess again. Is it a popular character? Yes. Oh, it's got to be Harry Shearer then. Yeah, yeah it is Harry. He's, yeah. he's an older comedian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of the older ones. I just assume Julie just looks older. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't no have offense, been, Julie, I mean, but... Hank Azaria was young at that point. He yeah. didn't have much work before The Simpsons, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, there we oh, go. That's cool. Yeah. Well, that's, um, that's some enchanted evening. Like we said, there's not too much really. Like, like, I wouldn't even recommend going back and watching it. You're not, you're not missing much. No. no. Like it's, I, I feel bad saying... I feel bad saying that because... I love The Simpsons. Yeah, but we we did get... say very you know, the first episode. We did say we're not just going to be blowing smoke up asses of you know every. Oh my god, this episode's our favorite episode. No, this episode's our favorite episode. Some episodes are going to be not great, and yeah. we'll we'll point them out along the way. I, I still today when people say The Simpsons are shit, they should end. I get a little annoyed. I know what it is. I just I have this this loyalty to The Simpsons where. I know they should have ended a long time ago, mm. but I don't want them to. Yeah. It's like, I know, how do you, what's the word for that? Uh, I believe they call that Mark, uh, Michael Clark syndrome. Michael Clark syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> you just want him to be good again. Yeah. He's probably not going to be good again. Like, the, he, everything that made him good is no longer around, but you just want him to be good. Do you feel like The Simpsons could be genuinely good again? If, like, but obviously, they're not, not trying. No, they're definitely not not trying. I mean, no one in entertainment ever tries to put out a bad Shit. show. Yeah, everyone's whether, trying whether their Whether it's best. They, they try... I feel like The Simpsons had a point to prove when they first started. And they hit, yeah. they hit their stride, I'd say, 96 to 98. That was when they were at their real peak, yep, do you reckon? Yep, yeah, probably. Yeah. That was when they were at like, their popularity peak. Yeah, definitely. I just don't feel like... I feel like they've just sort of conceded that Family Guy is... What younger people want to watch? I don't know if it's necessarily conceding that Family Guy is what they want to watch, but I mean, the talent that was working in the early days of The Simpsons is some of the best comic talent to have ever worked. But I, you know, do we have that now, or certainly does this show have that now? Like, I think it's more that you know, Conan O'Brien when he came on in those in those really popular years you just mentioned, like he was an absolute tour de first. James James L. Brooks, like he's not a household name by any means, but he's worked on some of the best comedy in America. John Schwartzwalder. Yeah, um, Brad Bird uh, as, you know, direction, production and all that sort of stuff. Like they were really, really super talented guys. And I mean, look, I legitimately don't know who's working on The Simpsons now and that's probably by virtue of that it makes me confident enough to think that they're not the same caliber as who was working on it in the in the day now maybe that could be turned around at some point but it would take it would take a lot to be able to dig it out i think of where it's at at the moment do you avoid the simpsons now because you don't want to see them not good or do you avoid them just there's, because you've simply lost interest no there's an element of not wanting to see them be not good because i do get frustrated watching watching a bad episode and watching the ones that steer so far away from what I used to like about them. I get I get frustrated when I watch gags, like visual gags that 
are only there for a cheap laugh that have no relevance yeah. to the story. And you think unrealistic visual gags are what I hate the most. Yeah. Yeah, that, that sort of non sequitur stuff. Th- that's there's one where Homer squeezes a coin really hard in his hand and it goes into his into his skin yeah, and I remember up his that arm. And it goes up his arm. And yeah. I'm like, just shit like that. Who would write that and think, you know what, that's hilarious? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, I think part of the other reason why I don't watch much of the newer content, though, is, is that there's also just better things on. Like, it, it, it's we have literally. So much more, yeah. It's literally just that I'm spoiled for choice, but there's so much that I can watch right now that, frankly, is better than what the current episodes of The Simpsons are. Um, you know, that's sad, but but that doesn't change. It still doesn't change how great the, they are. And overall, they still stack up as being one of the best TV shows because. It, it's, it's, it's kind of good because we haven't watched them yet, which means when we go back and do a review of them in like 10 years' time, and we have to like yeah. season 21, yeah. 22, we'll be like, yeah, that was okay. Because yeah. like, I find the episodes that were like, <clears throat> excuse me, like say season 14, 15 mm. at the time, hated them. Yeah. Go back and watch them now, I'm like, yeah, at least it's not as bad as what they are now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like they, they get, you appreciate them more the longer, the older they are. To an extent of that, I get that with footy. Like if I go and watch my team lose at the AFL, I, like I, I walk out thinking this is fucked. I'm never gonna like. Oh, uh, what an awful thing to have had happen. If I then catch a replay on Fox Footy, then I'll be like, oh, they probably didn't. They didn't play that badly. Yeah, <laughs> like it was just, just uh, feel, yeah. yeah, we lost, but whatever, we'll be fine. Like yeah, it's one of those time heals all wounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. So um, yeah, so that'll be our episode four. Yep. Summer Janet evening wraps up season one. Oh no. We'll wrap up season one with a season one review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, so, do that now? Do we have time now? What is it like? Yeah, we can stick around. We've got a couple more drinks to get through. <laughs> I've got a few more coughs I need to do. Yep, yep. Got beers, got some more pizza left over. Yep. Let's do if it. you stay up later, that's going to give Nicola a chance to fall asleep uh, without you coughing and keeping her yes. awake. Oh, so. yeah, because she didn't appreciate it last night. But she was polite yep. about it. She was like, oh, that's okay. I'm yep. just going to go into the other room. Do you mind? I'm like, no. All right, cool. So we're going to cut this off now. Yes. So For those of you listening in podcast land, who knows how long this is going to be? <laughs> for us, it's about five minutes. Thanks for listening, guys. We like, really do appreciate it. It's been yep. great. Um, I oh, hang on. I'm still hosting, so I need to do... Thank you very much to our official sponsors, The Simpsons Best Moments Facebook page. Please find them. It's facebook.com forward slash The Simpsons Best Moments. How did I do? Very, very well. Yeah, good. Uh, they're putting out heaps of content. You're going to really enjoy the stuff that they have. Please like our page at facebook.com forward slash four finger discount. Please tell your friends to start listening to the show. Be more enthusiastic, man. Make Please tell your friends to start listening you're, to the show. You're, 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 please, I'm, uh, you're trying to read off a script. Well, I'm trying desperately to remember. Natural. Normally, this is the part where you say things and I just go, <laughs> yep, 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 in all of the gaps. Yeah, now yeah. I have to make the gaps and yes. it's throwing me off. Um uh, what else do we have? Torrentthis.tv Torrentthis.tv um, which is sort of your it's our home network this is really a, it's a subset of Torrentthis.tv um, there's awesome pop culture content that I'm putting up all the time yes uh, no, no, no we've got a number a, of are you a grown man that's ever cried at a kids movie? well Mitch just put up an article exactly I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit that I cried during the Iron Giant I'm not ashamed to I've never seen it I watched a clip that you put in that article man how good is it? oh my god and that clip is just the end like once you've watched uh, that for an hour and 20 minutes, and minutes then that it. clip comes on oh. wow I was like don't do that <laughs> don't do that don't, don't, don't fly into the bomb they don't care about you don't do it no just oh. kill kill the army man and then, Send, and throw then, him up into the sky let oh, the bomb hit him and that they didn't show the end of the movie yeah so spoiler alert if you haven't seen the Iron Giant turn off for like two minutes but yeah after that scene yeah do they show recognition of what he did uh yeah, yeah absolutely yeah they because oh, um, I'm like the army guy army guy's just like well let's go home and I'm they, like what no, they, they build a big bronze statue in the park to the Iron Giant. So, like, the town does, you know, kind of worship and, and give him some... Um, it's actually really, really touching that Hogarth is sitting in there in the park with the Iron Giant. And then 
because it's a kid's movie and you can't have a completely dark ending, they actually tack on um, this little bit where... Because the Iron Giant, all of his body parts can find each other. Um, they've got like a, he's got a little homing beacon. Oh, okay. So way at the end of it, they like they're in Russia or something, I think, in the snow, and there's this little antenna sticking up out of the snow. It starts beeping, and Hogarth has like one. Who's Hogarth? Hogarth, the little boy. The boy. Okay. Yeah. He there's like a screw or something in his bedroom that starts like wobbling around on the oh, bedtop, so and then it tries dead. to get out. Like it's rattling against the window, and Hogarth opens it up, and the and the bolt takes off across the ground. So yes, the Iron Giant ultimately isn't dead. Now here's where I differ from a lot of people. I'd have preferred it if that last little bit wasn't tacked on. Yeah, I actually like. I the need. Fact- I, I would need that. Yeah, look, it is like it's I a little... I cried at Chappie, man. Have you seen Chappie? No, oh, no, I haven't because the reviews were kind of average on Chappie and I yeah. wasn't sure if I wanted to watch it. It was just... Oh, man. See, I... It looked I, pretty cool, though. I like the Chappie doing the Mega Man... Uh, yeah, Mega Man pose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm... I'm an, I love animals, dude. Like, I hate anything... I hate people treating anything with disrespect. Like yeah. a living creature, right? No yeah. matter what it is, right? Yeah. And there's this one scene in Chappie where he's... Because virtually he's a human kid in the form of a robot. Like, yep. he's got the mind of a human as a kid. Yeah. And these gangsters steal him from the guy that created him, and they want to toughen him up. Yeah. So, like, Chappie, come for a drive. He's like, okay, Chappie, come. Chappie, come. Yeah. And they take him to, like, the slums of South Africa. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Chappie, get out of the car. And he's like, Chappie doesn't want to. And he's like, Chappie, get out. And he's like, and he's like Chappie's scared. Chappie's scared. And they drive him like, now, this will toughen you up. And they leave him with, like, hoodlums. And hoodlums start throwing fire... Like glass, glasses with fire oh, and they explode. Like flame, uh, fl- uh, co- uh, Molotov cocktail. Yeah, yeah. Cocktails. And he explode. he's like, why you do this? Chappie, be your friend. Why you do this? And he's like crying. And I'm like, I'm crying. I can't help myself. I am crying. That's awful. You know what I did? This is how much I was upset. I was that upset. You I, built your own robot? I paused the movie. <laughs> yeah. Wikipedia to make sure Chappie didn't die <laughs> and then kept watching. Wow. Spoiler alert. Oh. Chappie doesn't die. Oh, oh, well, not at that point. Okay. Um, That's pretty fucking brutal. Uh, it, but it was just like... He just wants to be your friend. How Why was, are you attacking him? How was Hugh Jackman's South African accent? Oh, Hugh Jackman was weird in that movie, man. Was it? It, was just, okay. it was just... His character was so over-the-top ridiculous. Yep. It was just... I couldn't buy into it. Yeah. Okay. The movie as a whole was a bit... Yeah. It was just that one scene, man. Oh, right in the feels. Can I tell you a really good animal story quickly? Um, and this, again, relates back to my... Dis- Best animal movie of all time, Homeward Bound. Continue. Uh, yeah. I loved Homeward Bound as a kid. Yeah, okay. Um, what, what, what's your favourite animal movie? My favourite animal movie? Um, Babe? Well, Babe's not too bad. Um, <laughs> Babe 2 with that dog's choking man? What the fuck? No, I never watched Babe 2. I didn't come back for the sequel. But, oh, they, um, they show like a dog hanging from a bridge. Hmm. But look, the dog survives. But like there's one... It's sort of like the you know, the horse in Never Ending Story. Yeah, yeah. Where, where you're like, that horse is dying. Yeah. But it was like that. And at the last second, the really dog gets time. out. Yeah, wow. But like this dog is just... Well, all the sheep die in Babe. That's upsetting. Do they? Yeah, there's the flood, and the sheep are too stupid to go up to like to get out of the water. Oh yeah, that's, that's like the big tragic story. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh, so no, 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 not Babe. Babe was too upsetting. Yeah. Um, although I do like Farmer Hoggett's little dance. Pardon? I do like Farmer Hobbit, Hoggett's little dance. Yes, you know, Andrew, that's a cool clip. Um, oh fuck! Favorite animal story off the top of my head. I love look who's talking. Hand. Look who's talking. That's not a dog movie. Yes, it is. Look who's talking. That's do babies that talk. Sorry, look who's talking too. That's part two to look who's talking. Yeah, but that one has dogs. <clears throat> ah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's the poodle and the German Shepherd, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. There we go. I'm like, you realise they Sorry. are children, not animals. <laughs> what is going on here? Might even be Luke who's talking now. 
that has oh, the dogs. It's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Whichever. The p- <laughs> <laughs> That's not an animal movie, though. I don't remember a thing about it. What about... Um, uh, the only other animal movie that I can think of is Milo and Otis, and that has so many animal deaths that you can't possibly recommend that anymore. I remember it, it does, but can you remember... They went through something like 13 cats in the making of that movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah, as a kid, you don't notice, but you go back and watch it as an adult, and it's legitimately a different colour from one shot to the next. Wow, I didn't... What, because cat kept dying? Yeah, yeah. They Hell. just... Well, well, there's one scene where it's in a box going down a river, I assume. They drowned, or, you know, there's other scenes with bears. There's I'm all sorts of shit. this as we speak. Continue, talking about my Can I be notes. really pretentious and say Grizzly Man is my favourite animal movie? The documentary by Werner Hotzog, uh, Werner Hotzog about I haven't seen the, it. What's that about? It's about a documentarian that went off to live with grizzly bears. You can guess how well it ended. Did he die? Oh, yes. Really? Yeah, a couple came into the tent, killed him. Apparently, there wow. is, there's an audio... <laughs> By the way, this is just the, the, the bullshit part of the yeah. podcast. Apparently, there is an audio recording. Oh, fuck, I forgot to do my... Um, someone from work's been listening. I completely forgot to mention her. She won't be listening anymore. Because <laughs> she, she well, you said tell to her me, to listen to the end yeah, of it. I'll have to. She said to me the other day, she's like, I started listening to your podcast. Um, my husband, Glenn, really likes it. Oh, that's cool. Uh, you know, I, I've met Glenn a couple of times. He's a cool guy. And uh, she's like, I really like it as well. Well, the first halves, I, I only listen for like maybe 20 minutes or so. And then when you start talking about The Simpsons, I get bored because I've never really watched it. <laughs> so, so thank you very much for listening to our introductions. <laughs> I love, as long as you're enjoying them. Did, like, I really like the stories at the start that you tell. What did you think of Mitch's Bleeding Gums Murphy impersonation? Uh, stop bringing that up. You, you were right about Milo Notice. I'm reading this here. Yeah. Allegations of animal cruelty. Oh, allegations, jeez. It says, when the film was first released, several Australian animal rights organizations raised allegations of <laughs> animal cruelty during filming and called for a boycott. Just going to read the entire Wikipedia page here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, it, it, so, so anyway, Werner Hotzog, uh, Grizzly Man, there is a recording apparently of the guy being killed by the bears that the, the Werner and the family have heard, but Werner has, has like sworn that he will never release that to anybody. So but, audio? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in the meantime... Why did he go and try and live with Grizzly Bears? I don't know. He liked them. Fair enough. Yeah. That makes um, sense. <laughs> he, he watched The Simpsons Call of the Wild and went, yes. well, Maggie can do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Long pacifier. Uh, I, I've come up with my favourite three animal movies. Um, and they're all monkeys. <laughs> okay. Firstly, there's Ed, which is a good. really forgettable movie with Matt LeBlanc about what, the monkey that can play baseball. What about Duncan Checks in? Dun- Dunstan Checks in. <laughs> Dunstan Checks in, yeah, yeah. That's number two. <laughs> and uh, finally, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, with the monkey scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. the little monkey that they dress up as as, as their son. As their kid. Will yeah. Ferrell's the cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's not my way of life, but damned if there doesn't go one happy couple. <laughs> um, is there anything else we need to say? Uh, Let's get into this season one review. Yeah, we'll yeah, never yeah. get home. Yeah, that's true. Your wife, right. Pedro, will be very unhappy. My wife, Pedro. <laughs> your, your wife, Pedro, caught up before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you guys soon. I'm hosting. That's my job to say. That's my line. <laughs> see you guys. Shh.